Hello and welcome to the It's Our Year podcast series 2, episode 8. Hello Craig and welcome back sir. I know, thank you for having me and... Uh... Well you're part of the podcast mate, I mean there's no need to, to welcome <laughs> you, you're, you're, you're a co-host but it's, it's lovely for you to turn up isn't no, it? No, turned up for being busy, busy man. I know we have, primarily with Sheffield FC winning trophies. I know, uh... Good feeling that winning that uh, uh, tournament a couple of weeks ago, but yeah, fantastic uh, episode with the Leicester boys. Good listen, what you did last uh, last one. The UNIFS lads. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. I, I they went to went BBC right. though, didn't they? But they didn't get it. Uh, well, we were we when when we were discussing that particular episode, they were talking about you know the different media outlets, and uh, they did refer to us as uh, you know, one of the big ones. You know, they did. They did BBC. They did some website that was called like Mad Leicester, but they also, you know, come on out. Funny, and, funny you said that. A chap came up to me at the uh, the tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was a Leicester fan. He, he he does a bit of work with Sheffield FC. All right. And he commented and said uh, uh, about the the Union Group. Yeah. And, uh, uh, was he complimentary? Yeah, and uh, he said we did, did a really good show to. Uh, to promote them to be fair so yeah obviously we're doing a good job so yeah you do well there mate well done well thank you very much sir so in tonight's episode we'll do a preview of the upcoming season some predictions um, some stories of the summer that have emerged of course such as Ronaldo a couple of fine sheets including an updated Sheffield FC one Um, crap man of the match awards which there are plenty and then uh, a little, a little slightly more extended update upon Sheffield FC because it's been quite a quite a summer of uh, upheaval makes it sound negative, but it's been a great summer of change, hasn't it, Craig? And uh, positivity. Um, it's well, a trophy win would suggest so, wouldn't it? Good camp at the moment. And looking forward to it on on both Sheffield FC and their uh, Sheffield Wednesday. A bit nervous for both, but excited as well. I think. Which I was there for, actually, on Saturday. I'll just get it in here. I went to Hillsborough on Saturday. And it's always marvellous to go to a proper football ground. It's excellent. Loved it. I loved, I loved the, the, the feeling of being back at the football every walking with that common purpose towards the ground. You know, whoa, smell of hot dogs. Whoa, all that type of stuff. Get in the ground. The atmosphere's all right. Ozzy the Owl's fucking thrusting. He's doing his thrust. <laughs> all that type of stuff. The other one's flinging his scarf round. And for the first 15, 20 minutes, Wednesday razzing it about. Barry Bannon. Looking great. 1-0 up. Different level then. Marvin Johnson, wasn't it, who got yeah. the finish. Very, very good. And then it went to complete shit. Because Portsmouth were terrible. They really were awful. They couldn't lay a glove on Wednesday. But then... The usual problem started. Crosses, crosses were a big problem for Wednesday last year. And our old mate, our old mate Stockdale, David Stockdale in, in the goal. Now at Club what, Craigie? Is it 18? Club 18, so, yeah. Club 17 or 18? Well, based upon that particular performance, I think you might been, be looking I think at 19 or 20. Harsh on him, to be fair. I've looked, at, I've looked at those goals. Not Nothing he could have done, to be fair. Maybe his feet were a bit planted for the first one, but You've got to stop the source of the cross. Well, there was a lot of that. And no pressing. The, the big three centre backs who were there mm. to what defend and head. Buddy Hannigan won the most uh, uh, aerial duels, but uh, my mate JD pointed out, yeah, he did. But they, they didn't win in 21 games, so he can't, can't be that good. And I, I told you, Iaqua worries me. Iofa's not been the same no. since the injury. 
it is a worry. Poor communication with him and Jack Hunt at the back post. Going game. going forward, not a problem. And it, it just says it a lot when Darren Moore's come out and said when we saw in the market from the centre back, and that's Harley Dean. But what what the problem is with it mm-hmm. is Darren Moore. On the line, Chris, Darren Moore the problem. still persists mm-hmm. to play out from the back, which I'm nothing a problem with. But we haven't got the players to do it. So why do you think Rotherham did well? Why do you think Smith got all the goals? They were lumping it. Lumping it. And I think sometimes we need to change that and maybe, but when you've got a manager, and I like Mo, and I think he, need, but he has to get up this season. There's no, and if, if we're not nowhere near top two or top six by Christmas, he'll have to go because we've got to, we've got to go up. Is it in the draft box, Craig? Is it ready? No. Is it waiting? No, it's not in the draft box, but that's the thing. We, we struggle to play out from the back. We've had this problem from uh, even Carlos days. We had the when we had Lee's trying to play out the back, Leuven's struggled to do it. Right, well, so you hang on, so you're you're blaming the current problems of this team on people that aren't no, even no, there anymore. No, no, it's, no, so it's, there'd be no, an odd no, argument. No, no, no. What I'm saying is the new way managers like to play is from the back. Right. When you've not got the players to do it, you don't play that way. Simple as that. You can't you can't keep persisting with them if they can't play that way. Defend. It's madness, isn't it? Right. But anyway, on that, on the ground, it, it's weird you said that. It's like I like when, when other people go to Hillsborough. Oh, it's a great ground. And, and say it's a class ground. It's a, a really, like, it's got, like, it's a reeks history, doesn't it? Like what we said. Oh, it stinks. But, Fucking but reeks. But I, I think sometimes I take it for granted going there quite a lot. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, an outsider yeah. going in. No, I'd take it over the King Power any day, mate. And no bloody clappers. So initially, uh, as well as a few stories of the summer, I thought I'd just give our preview of the upcoming season. So, Craigo, ever the ridiculous, delusional optimist that you are, what are you thinking for the Wednesday? I've, I've changed my uh, outlook on Wednesday. Have you really? Why? I'm what, not, I'm not typing up. I'm just taking every game as it, as it comes. Because for the first time, mm. we're tipped... To win the damn league. Would you think about that level of pressure? And I've said before, some players struggle to play heels, but they can't handle the pressure, as of David Ace and Chris Waddle have said. And yeah. I, I don't like, like Dave Stockdale. And even the, we had uh, Joe Cran on. He did a tweet before the Portsmouth game. Yeah. doesn't feel comfortable us being. It's good people saying it about us, but. A lot of pressure, Craig. A lot of pressure. It? And if we can't defend. But we can, but we can score. It's going to be a fun season. But yeah, we've got to go up. Like I said before, top two. I don't want playoffs. I can't stand it. If you obviously, well, it's appallingly tense, isn't it? If you can guarantee you get up, you want to do that way. And obviously, I've done that back in two thousand and five out of this division. But I've had a few bad moments within the playoffs. Obviously, here two playoffs semi-finals. You Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh right. And myself. Playoff, uh, playoff final, and obviously the two semi-finals. But for me, it's got to be top two, and that that's not being big-headed. It's got to be top two with the, with the squad what we've got. Okay. Well, Darren Simple needs to sort it out the back, doesn't he? As a former centre back, he's been a little bit more resolute and resilient. So, what's your prediction for Leicester? I think you're going to struggle. Yeah. I I mean, really struggle. Proper relegation. I think you not style I form. Think 
bottom half of the table. Yeah? Yeah, and you're going to find it hard. Do you not think the actual first eleven's still very good, but once you start poking holes in it, the squad's not good enough? Or can you hold on to Madison for, for Farner? I'd like to think we can hold, keep hold of Madison. You've got a new keeper coming in, so that's one of spying at players' uh, team gone. It was a big focal figure in that team. Don't you start with me. Don't start with me. <laughs> He's gone. Casper's just gone, actually. He's just gone to Nice. As we as we speak, so it must be a nice city because, of course, when he were talking about leaving, he said Champions League. They've got Europa, so I'm assuming Nice must be nice. A lot. Of, uh, I've I've noticed a lot of uh, uh, English boys have gone over to France this season. Where the France has gone? Uh, top of my brain, I've been watching. <laughs> I know that a few players have gone out there. Do you over. think they'll take on the uh, Joey Barton? Oh, and Stephen Fletcher. Oh, uh, the, uh, the tactics uh, <laughs> that we have played. No, I do think you're going to struggle. Well, I think it might be a big shock for you because how well you've been doing over the last few seasons. No, I, don't, I don't think it'll be that shocking to people who aren't morons because well, we haven't invested anything this summer, have we? And apparently they don't even have the ability to invest in a replacement goalkeeper. I think when it comes to king power... Covid has seemingly hit very hard, and having all these airports shut means there's nobody going through the duty free. We've bought, we've got a new training ground. We're apparently wanting to expand the actual ground, and because of that, there's not the money there to um, fund the playing side. And obviously, last year we kept hold of everybody. We didn't do the major sale that we have done previously with Chilwell and Marez. Nobody apparently is been that interested in Tillemans. I don't know if that's down to the fact that his attitude and performances mm. were so shitty at the back end of the season. So nobody's interested in him. Getting rid of Casper, I suppose it frees up the wage bill a little bit. Um, with Madison, apparently, like I said, with, with Newcastle there, putting bids in that are staggered and we won't be interested in that, I wouldn't have thought. We'd want it up front and it's got to be, it's got to be over 60 or 70. Does he want to go there? I could see him I'd, going there. I'd, I'd like to think not. I mean, his family's from in and around Leicester, so I think he's quite settled. He wouldn't put you past it though, him going there though, would it? Um, I don't know. What, just because you think he'd like triples? And he'd go with his little shiny bag that looks like <laughs> Mother of Pearl. I don't, yeah, I suppose and he's Bard is not getting any younger, is he? No, Maddis is quite a classless man. You can imagine him in Bijou. <laughs> and then, let's go back to Vardy. Vardy's not getting any younger. It you isn't, can't... but I, no, I hope, I mean, hopefully Vards will stay and you know play on for another year. And how old is he now? Uh, Thirty-five, my age. He's bloody good, though, isn't he? Hey. Just want him at Wednesday. That would be this. I've said it again. I just come, come on, on, on loan a bit. Um, no. <laughs> And also, this season, he might have that extra motivation because you can absolutely guarantee every fan base is going to be having a pop at Rebecca, who, who really, um, you know, um, did a good one today where she really stepped away from uh, the things she's been accused of. I don't know if you saw, Craig, oh, she's... On Talk TV. Right? No, not on Talk TV, which is linked to The Sun, by the way. But no, she, she sold a story to The Sun discussing how she didn't sell stories to the sun. She's top-notch, that one, when it comes to logic. Maybe I should stay quiet. Maybe I shouldn't do what I've been accused of. Oh, no, let's do what I've been accused of. Well done, Rebecca. Vardy's not said anything about it, has he? Well, what's he going to say? I mean, we're just going to get in a sort of snus and <laughs> pork-based stupor and 
No, because the thing is with him, you would assume that his teammates will disclose nothing to him. Because it'll end up in the papers in the same way that it did about Danny Drinkwater's car crash and about Riyad Mahrez sat there with his mobile phone waiting for it to ring in an airport, waiting for a move. All those things came through. So they're, not, they're naturally going to be very wary, aren't they? And not want to, not want to say anything to her, really. well, to him, because he'll pass it on to her. So, yeah, not good in that respect. Uh, but, right, got a few stories of the well, summer okay. here, Craig. Well, where would you... Where do I think we're going yeah. to finish? What would be success for Leicester? A success? Top 10, yeah. Yeah, it would be. I think it would be. Top 10 with a lack of investment. But like I said prior, we've got we've had Dennis Pratt coming back. Clearly, there's been some giant fallout with him and Rodgers because I think Dennis Pratt's excellent. He's really good at carrying the ball. Um, he's, a, he's a good player. He really is a good Sorry player. Sorry, around that Belgium squad. Too, yeah, but... he works very well with Castagna and, and Tillemans. I think it'd be a re- real shame if he left and get rid of Samari over Pratt any day. I think infinitely better player. So, yeah, I think top 10 I'd be happy with. But like you, I'm a, I'm a bit concerned. Like I said, first 11 I think is very good. Bit diminished now, Casper's not there. So, first 10. We'll have to see how Danny Ward does. Um, but it's it's if injuries happen again. And we've already got Ricardo out again for a major, uh, for another major injury. I, th- I feel terrible for him. On his day, before all these injuries... Up there in the top three right oh, backs in the one, league. One of the best right backs. Phenomenal. Yeah. Pacey, brilliant at defending because it initially was a bit lightweight at defending and he built himself up got a bit, got a bit assists, stronger. Didn't he? Yeah, loads of assists, got a few goals, but yeah, it just every single time you think he's coming back. Even though, but the thing is, when he's coming back, he looks nowhere near where he was. No, he's not got that turn of pace, he's not got that shimmy where he can beat a couple of men. Um, so he's going to even be even more what diminished was your first now. Game so, of the weekend? Brentford on Sunday at home. That. Don't think we've ever lost to him. So, of course it'll happen on Sunday. Of course it bloody will. But they ain't got Ericsson. Um I mean, I'd be worried if I were a Brentford fan because apparently they put in a bid for Vestergaard. Is he going to follow him? Uh, don't, maybe, maybe. I mean, I'd be certainly worried about their recruitment as well. Or even more worried for us who apparently rejected the initial bid. <laughs> check anything. Even if, even if it's null and void, they'll just check the contract. Get him gone. Absolute shite. And only 30. I saw, I think it was his birthday today or yesterday. 30. Right, Lunkhead. I'd look, what, what would you do if you met him? Right, in, we've had a, many episodes I think now I'd, I think I'd where, re- where Bessie Gard's come up. And I backed him, he does well for Denmark. What What would the conversation be? I'd, I'd love to I'd, know. I think I'd very heroically say nothing to him. <laughs> I don't think there'd be any level of cowardice <laughs> as he strolled up to me with his six foot five frame that can't head. Nah, It'd well right, do well at Wednesday. Yeah, Yannick. It'd do well at Wednesday. Yeah, it would. Absolutely, it would. Can completely just fold on them goals. The I, I kept watching back them Wednesday goals, mm-hmm. and it, just free headers, and like then they're looking around at each other. Did it need to be? Because there were enough defenders. I know, there. That's what I didn't get. And little, and, and they weren't the biggest guys who got the goals for the headers. No, there was that little fullback. Yeah. Who scored, and then. Um, the forward and the winger. But very important not to lose. I know a lot of people saying, oh, you're upset. It's the draft team tweet come out. No, as long as we didn't lose, I think it's important. Oh, so it would have been out if you'd have lost. First game of the season. I would have been, I would have been upset if we lost. What, the finger game. would have been hovering above it? It would have been near the hair, yeah. Oh, fucking hell. So, anyway, stories of the summer, Craig. Got a couple of... One from today. I don't know if you've seen this. Fantastic. So, South End. At Roots All, they've oh yeah I've they've seen sold it. 
the naming rights for their West Stand yep. to uh, a company called Gilbert and Rose. So naturally, there you are. You put it together, don't you? You've got the Gilbert and Rose West Stand. <laughs> and since that came out this morning, have apparently... They, have they spotted it, Southend? Yeah, they've just spotted it in the last couple of hours, which is staggering the fact that you'd even have to be told this. But they've contacted the company and said, I know it's not your company day, but can we switch it round? To at least have the Western Gilbert. <laughs> or, or the, sorry, the, the Rose and Gilbert West Stand. So they've had that little switch oh, up. I can't think. Just name a different stand. Um, now got to stay, Craig. It's got to stay. <laughs> There's got to be a hint of psychopathic serial killer to it, aren't there? Uh, another one, another one that was was doing the rounds on social media that was particularly enjoyable was uh, Darby's kit. I don't know if you saw this one where it said, "Oh, it's nice that they've paid homage to Richard Keogh and Tom Lawrence because on the new kit, modelled by uh, Necklace Mender's Lang, just appears like there's uh, tire tracks across it." He went for the two-year deal, didn't he? We offered him a year. He went for the. Who Mendes Lang? Yeah, I like him. Did you see? Did you see um, Keo's acting in the oh, uh, reveal video for the Blackpool kit? It was awful, wasn't it? <laughs> I bloody loved it. Where where, the, where that box rolls into changing rooms? Our open again. It was going to be Bullard popping out. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. And then the slow. They're like, "Hey, lads, what is this? It's a box, uh, Richard." Why uh, don't we open it? We will. The opening comes. Oh, Richard was absolutely spellbound, wasn't he? You know, media trading doesn't like Corey Feldman. Media trading doesn't filter down into the AFL. It only it's in the Premier League. Well, certainly not. Actually, Actually, players actually get media training. I don't think Richard Keogh's had that. I'm not sure they get acting training. No, they no they get. Taylor's telling me that they get oh, really? like, used to like talking from the camera. People come and support them when if they are they are struggling or uh, they've not done it before. Well, they didn't intervene on his acting. And they didn't intervene <laughs> on his driving. So another one, Ronaldo Craig. Oh, he's, he's what, everywhere. What isn't are your thoughts on it? Oh, it's lumbering on, isn't it? I get rid. You get rid, would you? No player is bigger than the club. So get rid. It's every day. Ronaldo this, Ronaldo that. I'm surprised Ten Hag's not had that conversation with him already. And I, I don't know. And a pop at him today, did you see that? Because him and a few other players left before the end of the friendly. On that though, obviously news and of the summer. Mm-hmm. I, uh, did you see the? Uh, obviously, I've, I've said a few coarse words about him in the past. Ooh, Dean Henderson. You have. Have you, have you heard his interview about him being like a cage animal for the last twelve months? He could have gone out on loan. They rejected him for going out on loan. They came, said to him, you'd be number one, then he had COVID, and mm-hmm. then he's tried to have a move and they wouldn't let him, and it's and it was quite open, and you find it rare, actually, players coming out and saying... Being that transparent. But that just, but what it shows are bad it is at Man U, behind the scenes and everything. Well, with Henderson, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because, like you said, it looked like he was going to establish himself well, as number one. Well, they said he was going to be the number one. Well, okay, they stated he was going to be the number one, but now... He's, it's almost like he's reversed two, three years because he's finding himself again in the same position he did when he went to Sheffield, where he's he's, he's got to show and demonstrate oh, he's, that he's he is behind this Pickford. He's good behind, keeper. He's behind Pope. He's behind Ramsdale. Goober! And he's even behind Sam Johnson. Uh, uh, Who's he gone to, by the way? Oh, sorry, Palace. Palace, is yeah, it, Sam Palace. Johnston? But uh, what were interesting in the interview as well, they asked him, mm-hmm. have you even talk, spoke to Ten Hag 
And he went, no, I'm not going to speak to him. And, and uh, I didn't even want to, him to see me in training. But then I knew he wouldn't let me go. So he's, he's done the you know, move. rates him since then, yeah, doesn't he? he? He rated himself at United. That's why I've not... And obviously at United. But, he, but I kind of like that. He always rated his ability. But he didn't want Ten Hag to see him at all. So he, he did the move himself to get out of the door. Well, so, yeah. Tell you what he did say. You know what game he's looking forward to, Craig? What? The, quote, derby against Leicester. Said there might be a little bit of needle. <laughs> right, basically, if, I've, if any of our fans run and thump any of their players again. You know, Adam, who listens to our old Frenchie. Well, that's right, Mr. French. He knows right. what I think of Dean Anderson. Yeah. I, uh, I can't say it on, on, on the podcast. But, uh, yeah, I'm just glad he, he, they didn't score in front of the cop. Because I think he would have... Uh, uh, he would have loved it. I mean, it's a, sh- it's a shame that, Craig, because it's never really great to um, announce something as a segue piece by saying, you can't say that on a podcast. <laughs> Is it really? It's like, you, 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 took it, you took it left, and they were like thinking, here we go down the road, brick wall. But if people want to slide into our DMs on the pod... Oh, nicely I'll, done. I'll be able to say what I think of Dean Anderson. Oh, you rescued that one well. So, other things that have come out over the summer are... New Sheffield FC fines list. Now, when Craig brought this to me, he said, oh, there's not too many different things. I beg to differ. There's come, there's, there's quite a few of the old ones, such as the uh, no flip-flops, or sliders, I'm assuming, in the shower. Is that yeah. correct, Craig? Or what's that? Oh, two quid. Two quid, that one. Now, a couple of new ones. This one really um, attracted my attention. Crezying the gaffer off. And that's a fiver for Crezzy in the I just realised me uh, airing this is probably going to result in a fine and it might be a, an hefty fine on me. Oh, it won't be. Nobody listens, Craig. It's fine. Do you want to explain what that means then? Crezzy in. I, 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 I actually don't know. I, I just think it's just upsetting him. Pissing to, him off. And you don't want to upset him. He's a big it, man to piss it, off. It, it, it's an, but he's a, he's a big friendly giant, to be fair. Is he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, are you assuming this is a problem for you, Craig? Oh, Meg's in the circle. A pound. I don't. I don't do it anymore. Obviously, oh, did you not even I'm, get involved. I'm not, not really. I'm, I'm, to, so that there, I, I did a bit of uh, warmed up keeper yesterday. But yeah, obviously with a new role, I'm not really in there. Sometimes I put my boots on and that. But yeah, uh, just I, just to put the cones around them. Yeah. Yeah. About this one, Craig. Do you think you could ever be accused of um, football-related social media posts that are deemed embarrassing by the committee? Five pounds. Uh, I've done it in, in my time. It's like when you, you know, like you say you've you've had a game and you've done well and said, oh, I've had a, I've scored a brace today or oh, I shouldn't have got sent off and stuff like that. You know, when you, you're relaying the game oh, on I, soldier, so, social media, that's that's what that kind of thing is. When have you ever scored a brace? No, I've, I'm just using an example. Oh, it's an example, <laughs> right, a fictional example. No, actually, I have scored a brace. In uh, your own net? No. Oh. Uh, it was back in uh, the... Uh, only the time I scored two goals in one game was a Brinsworth comp against Romash, and I didn't even know how to celebrate. And Taylor played that game, uh, and I was jumping on Taylor's back. Yeah, so I have scored a brace actually. Thank you. Oh, sorry. If you would have posted that one, Craig, I would have deemed that. <laughs> Social media went out there, mate. No, no. <laughs> um, just a couple more that, that have, that have uh, sort of gathered my attention. Brown nosing slash handshakes with opposition prior to kickoff. Two pound per incident. Now, you like to say you're a Lowe's, Craig. I've noticed. When I've been to watch Sheffield FC, Stocksbridge, you say hello to a few people. Are you in danger? I'm in, I'm in danger, but you've got to be a game face, aren't you? 
Yeah, on so the you game. can talk to the people, but you need to do it with an aggressive expression. You don't want to give them anything going into the game, do you? I suppose that's what that one's for. Um, issued tra- now this relates to you actually, Craig. Issued training kit slash match day tracksuit, not worn, two pound per item. Talk us through what that is. So obviously the kit we're aware of, but what what makes up the uh, the training gear? Well, they've got to obviously look re- respectable in the Sheffield FC gear, but it also relates to if they only. Well, that's your job to wash it, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, like, make sure they've got the right stuff on, t-shirt, trackies. But also, what it relates to is if anybody leaves anything in the dressing room as well. Does that happen? A lot. So it's kind of a grassing each other. But it's oh, quite, so it's, quite it's on good. you then, is it? No, I don't. No, other lads do. Even if you leave your boxes, you have to. You have a fine. Oh. Yeah. Well, a few of these wouldn't. They don't have showers. <laughs> Do they? Wheelow's, and that's £10 Wheelow, Wheelow, Wheelow's not here anymore. He, he, he knows what it is. He doesn't have a shower, bless him. He's gone to Matlock now. Now, has this happened, Craig? Refusal to sing from a new player? Because that's the initiation process. Anybody gone, nah, not doing it? No, we've had a... To be fair, we've got a good group, haven't we? Her, uh, is that what constitutes a good group? Well, one to, one to who are willing to sing. No, togetherness, isn't it? But the, we had some who were thinking, oh, I don't want to sing, maybe do a little dance off, and the lads were like, oh, whoa, no, no, whoa, not, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, no, I don't like that, Craig. So let's have a quick look and see how, because the Aston Villa fine sheet got leaked, didn't it, Craig? Um, this particular summer. Let's see how this one. Now, the the fines are a little bit more extravagant. Aren't they? So, for example, um, if you're late for you lot, tenner, late here, 500 quid. Is that per minute? Uh, not per minute, just in... in... <laughs> oh, hang on. Yeah, it is. Sorry, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Per minute. <laughs> yeah. That's dreadful, isn't it? Um, some similar ones, wrong attire on match day. Now, the couple... Oh, flip, no flip-flops in the shower. Exactly the same. Two quid Sheffield FC... Uh, hundred quid at Villa. Now, the ones that are slightly different are first one forgetting recovery leggings. What does that mean? Are they them them bands yeah. that you have on for hamstrings or whatever that, that are multicoloured? No, they're they're straps. I don't I, I don't know what recovering leggings are. I don't Sounds like something that Marty Janetti <laughs> would wear in the new rockers with uh, Shawn Michaels. I, I, know, I know we'll know the Fizz physio the club. Lewis. The Fizz? Yeah. <laughs> and the major one for me was snus being left everywhere. Now explain to us, Craig, what is it? Because I didn't know. So it's a nicotine like replace oh it's not replaced because it is full of nicotine. Mm. It's, so you're not smoking? No, you're not or smoking, vaping. Not vaping, not smoking. And you just literally can buy it in any super, supermarket basically. So is it like a little patch that you put in yeah. your gob and it yeah, releases? It's, from from my understanding from obviously I follow hockey, it, it's, this has been going on for eight, like in American sports. Right. Like, it's, but yeah, in the last few years it's just boomed like Well Vards is a big fan, isn't it? Yeah and uh, uh, you don't want to be leaving it round uh, uh, the dressing room, put it that way. Well, in case youngsters get it and fancy a crack on it, eh? I I, I can't believe it's... One of the players from Sheffield FC said, I, I can't believe it's actually gone into the like the full pro game. Mainstream game? Yeah. What, because it's that powerful? There's obviously, you can have some uh, 
lighter stuff to the strong stuff. Uh, big old, big older. Uh, my mates have it, don't they? Big cam, so yeah. No, he seems to enjoy it, doesn't he? I think you should fucking suck it up and be like they're like Bartez and Two Guy huffing 38 a day. We now move swiftly, swiftly on to crappy Man of the Match awards. Now, stereotypically, players will often receive a bottle of champagne, handshake, a sense of pride uh, that their particular performance has been acknowledged. However, around the world, this particular um, process is delivered in a variety of different ways. Now, it's a great name for a team, this one, for the first one, Craig. Niasa Big Bullets. It's got into that. Their striker, <laughs> their striker, Hassan Kajoki, was given a live chicken. So he scored, he scored a brace, and they went, there you go, mate. And he said the chicken had got red striped painted on it to match the side's kit. I assume the chicken really welcomed that, didn't it? It's very Venky-esque, uh, isn't it, with Blackburn, with the chicken. Do you remember when the chicken was uh, Of course I do. David Dunn knocking Ryan Nelson out at way so he could bloody devour it. Then we had nice bit of stereotypical confirmation here for Daniel Stanton, who plays he plays Gaelic football, so not strictly the same. But he, so bearing in mind, of course, playing in Ireland, he received a bag of potatoes. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah friendship he made up, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, I like it. Fair enough. It's what they want, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. That bunch. Now, can be Stephen Glass. He used to play for Newcastle, midfield yeah, player. About, yeah. So he put a relatively decent shift in at the 1995 Scottish League Cup final and he got um, a bike in the Coke colours and he's there. So you've got all the hoardings of Coke or whatever and all the team were there posing with the trophy and he's just there on his bike. Uh, it, had, it had sort of like the bottle of Coke across the spokes. So, and, and also, uh, I'm assuming it was a child's bike because Stephen Glass was not a big man, um, but still looked humongous in, 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 com- in comparison. And did a little bit more read about the bike. Didn't even have 10 gears. <laughs> and it was a mountain one, so it barely get up any form of incline. I like it's the mixing it up, though, aren't they? With these man that match up it all. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the varying up shit and vomit, aren't they, at this moment in time? So, in South Africa, Craigo, uh, Mamalodi Sundowns captain, Holomfo Kakanka, was awarded with um, five gigabytes of data for his phone. Right. You, need it, you need it, don't you? Like, I, I needed that when I was in Russia. We ran out of data. So, if I, if I had but that... You're not, you're not putting any man in the match performances <laughs> in, have you, like? I could have done, I could have done with that too. Well, if you knew that was the incentive. <laughs> yeah. And it, he, he was interviewed a few years after, and apparently, because it was like... Five gig or whatever, he wasted it all just texting his mum, saying that he'd received an extra five gigabyte. Um, there, there was also uh, Saeed Benrama, of course of uh, West Ham fame now. But when he was at Brentford, I think you quite like this one actually. Put in a decent performance against local rivals Fulham and was rewarded with a copy of Bra- uh, Crash Bandicoot. Great game. That's one not of, a bad one. Is one, it? one of my favourite games. So probably is my favourite game to be fair. What of all time? Oh, one of there, yeah. What more so than um, Theme Hospital? <laughs> I remember Theme Hospital. Theme Hospital was great. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Yeah. Where it'd be announced on the tannoy, 
Uh, hello, ladies and gentlemen. If everybody could please stop dying in the hospital. Thank you. That was a good one. Or you'd, you'd have like this sort of John Merrick elephantitis disease where your head would be huge and then they stick a giant needle and it'd collapse and then they'd get like um, a little sort of like balloon pump and then put it back up to position and then it'd have some form of sealing agent just to ensure that your head was in a, in a steady and fixed position. However, you can still remember this. Very vividly, yeah. very vividly. And then there was a machine where it was saying, oh, don't worry, we're just doing some testing. And it was just harvesting people. Very sinister. Very good. I'd have taken, I'd have had a copy of Theme Hospital or Roller Coaster Tycoon back in the day. Because I used to like on Roller Coaster Tycoon, I'd get that shuttle loop. And obviously the point of it was to, was to go up and then you go back down. But if you put it up to 75 miles an hour, they'd just fly straight off the end of it. And then like collapse into sort of like fiery fragments over the toilets. And then people would be, can be like the characters are like, when they saw something shocking, like the bodies would straighten out and they'd go, and they'd look up at the sky like that, and that's what they were doing when they were doing that. And then they'd be sick on on the floor. And I used to leave all the sick on the that's floor. That's the next episode uh, of the podcast. What looking back at fond <laughs> early two thousands, late green rogue, green rogue off, off of football, oh, Crash Bandicoot. So River Plate had run out of options, right? So they looked to their sponsors. For some, for some help as a prize. So that's why goalkeeper Franco Armani was given a Burger King crown. Yeah, and to be fair, we've all been in Burger King and we've all left with one of the crowns, so I think it's a good one. Not through choice. I had it forced <laughs> upon me. I, I had actually one forced upon me, actually, funny enough, actually, the, in the Euro final last year. Did you? Yeah, they were Burger King uh, England crowns. Did you wear one? Yeah. Or was it knocked off as the <laughs> bottles rained through down Wembley Way? Oh, it's all been brought up again, hasn't it? How the fair play to the lioness is a great achievement. Mm. How, how, to be fair, the product of the because I obviously went to one of the games at New York, really good atmosphere. Obviously, it's nothing like that when I were down there. Well, fans just seem a lot more pleasant, yeah, in women's football, really. That seems to be the major difference, doesn't it? Um, now, with this Burger King crown, I had a good close look at it because I thought, at least, is it going to be embossed metal? Is it going to be real gold? Are there going to be jewels stuck on? No, it's just a regular cardboard one <laughs> that you could get at Sheffield train station. Yeah. Now, Carl Lieburn of Charlton, his son's playing now, actually, I believe, for Charlton. Carl Lieburn of Charlton, after being crowned man of the match in a, a Rumbelow's Cup tie. Hey, right. That's last tournament, or well, last cup. What, the one Wednesday. that, Wednesday? Yeah, the Rumbelow's. So, Rumble, Rumbelow's were essentially a bit like Tandy. It was an electronic shop, wasn't it? So he had to go down to shop to pick up a 21-inch colour telly. And there's a little interview that Rumbelows did with him. And uh, Carl was like, yeah, it's a, it's a real shock. Uh, thanks, I guess. It'll look good in the back bedroom. That was his quote. <laughs> and then the end of the little featurette. That it's very made, Richard Keogh-esque. You see, you see Carl Lieburn wheeling it out at the back of the shop in like a, a barrow and then struggling to get it in his boot to close as all the shop workers look on and don't help him and they just wave straight down the lens. Reminded me a bit of John Barnes and his bike because he struggled to dismantle it, didn't he, to put it in uh, in his boot because I remember asking Ronnie Moore about John Barnes. He, he didn't really want to talk about it. It's like Shez's uh, brother, Darren Sheridan. He used to uh, sell loads of stuff out of his back of his car when he were at, uh, uh, at Barnsley. Did he like what? 
just like knock off clothes and everything. And uh, what, even though we've been playing on the Saturday? Yeah, no, like no, we should be in at training. Right. And then I went to John Sheridan's like uh, you know pine peas night. All oh, right, and he was doing a few stories about his brother. Him, him and his brother were like no, it's, his brother were really good, but he never uh, played pro still, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, for whatever reason, didn't get get the heights as uh, his brother uh, John Sheridan. But yeah, many times they they would ask where Darren was. Uh, it wasn't a training. He was just out selling knock close to all the clubs around, uh, all the players around the area. They should have got one of Carl's tellies. <laughs> no one needs to put it in the boot. Get get it flogged. Now NEC, or I believe that NEC Brada. Yeah. Dutch club. So who uh, Pardew managed? Mm, don't know. Not sure who uh, old Pards man, didn't last long though, did it? Yeah, didn't last long. But long. NEC wanted to inspire their players, right? They went to him and said, uh, "Okay, that's right. I am going to do the action, Craig. That's right, the McLaren." <laughs> so they 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 said to their players, they got them all in the changing room. They they'd, they'd had quite a poor season, and they said, "Hey, next year you play well. We will offer you bikini car washes. Okay, beautiful, scantily clad women." We'll soak down the vehicle, s- s- get rid of the suds, okay? Went in, said that to him. Oh, yeah, that, that'll get him going, these young, hot, red-blooded males. Uh, they got relegated. <laughs> <laughs> what mode do you want? Well, I would say I think it sounded... They wanted a big key car, that's what it was. Of course they really did. <laughs> that's it, yeah. Lovely bit of cardboard. So just before we go, just wanted to do a little bit of an update with Craigo regarding Sheffield FC. Still in the same role, Craig, am I correct in saying? Yep. Kitman. Yeah, Kitman. Waiting for my new picture on the website, so... Why have you had a new one taken? Well, waiting for the new gear, the Macron gear, so... When's it going through? Uh, for the f- first game of the season against Taddy, Tadcaster, so... Not the cup game, then? No. All right, OK, so... Sam Smith's United, that's when it's going to come through, is it? Yeah, that's it, yeah. Okay. Didn't you, didn't you get a bit frustrated playing them last year, Tadcaster? Weren't they where you were like 2 0 up and then balls it up? Yeah, to be fair, we've always uh, had tough games against them. But yeah, it's going to be a different season. We've got some good players in, in the uh, the dressing room. We've got a good feel to it. So yeah, it's well, going to be good. as long as there's not snus being left everywhere, eh? <laughs> even though officially it's not a fine. Now, in the close season, Bit of success, Craigie, because Sheffield FC participated in the Egri Erbstein tournament for the Corinthian Cup. So, Craig, ju- just tell us who is this bloke? So, this guy, who is Egri? He's basically a pioneer of uh, football, like a coach from uh, Hungary. Okay. Uh, yeah. And basically, he basically, you know, when Hungary was a, a really force of football back mm-hmm. in the day. Yeah, back in the 30s. And he, and he, he, he was a pioneer of, of like tactics, things like that. Quite a new type of coach, manager. Uh, and basically, didn't get the credit for what he deserved, really, or uh, for what he did. In his own lifetime. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then, they had, unfortunately, he had a fatal accident mm-hmm. uh, being with one of his clubs. Or, uh, so, yeah, so this, the, this tournament was... Basically, for him, basically to say thank you for what he's done within football, and like and basically a big early pioneer of football. So is that why the world's first were invited, Craig? Yeah. So basically, uh, twenty nineteen, the the last tournament, it's been going on for for a while, mm-hmm. uh, from my understanding. But yeah, uh, twenty nineteen, uh, 
it was held in uh, Budapest, uh, Budapest AK Stadium. And normally the winners are uh, hosted. So the, the Corinthian Casuals who were in the tournament won the tournament. Mm -hmm. That's why we went down to London a couple of weeks ago for the tournament. Fantastic club, Re really good history. Apparently a lot of uh, a lot of teams that around the area like Fulham, you, you Wimbledon's, if they've not got a game, they'll go down there. Uh, even Martin Tyler was there. He ended up. Oh, was he? Yeah, they ended the uh, the uh, uh, the trophies out. There's a guy called Dominic Bliss who uh, had something to do with the program, uh, and he's created a book all about the the, the guy about uh, uh, about Edgar Ernstein. Yeah, all about what he's done in football. But yeah, basically early pioneer of football quite uh, revolutionised Hungarian football mm -hmm. and we got invited down there so it was Sheffield FC obviously our carrot going down there world's first club Hilltop uh, FC was a team based in London but it's uh, from uh, all uh, Somalian background mm -hmm. very uh, on the up uh, and doing really really well from, from like under sevens through to the men's team and the women's team mm -hmm. Budapest at AK fifth tier Hungarian team uh good characters in, in that team to be fair and they're uh yeah we won seven nil but it, it, it they put up the boot in to be fair to some rare lads so got a bit close in it but, but, we, we, but we kind of like that now so we, we've got players who can like that type of side of the game so yeah seven nil uh, uh got a few shits what, in there, wasn't the test what we wanted and I, i'm 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 allowed to say that i think it, uh, some of the players agree but then the Corinthian Casuals are... Uh, and was that the final? That was the final. They won Hilltop 2-0 mm -hmm. uh, the day before. We won 7-0 against Budapest. They're a division higher than us. Uh, still in the, like, uh, the North Pitching uh, Leagues, what it's called, even though it's down south. And technically really good. A lot of uh, players from academies from London playing to that team. Mm -hmm. uh, they had a new manager in post, so all new uh, for them. But yeah, uh, they've had the tournament or they've had the big trophies since 2019 before COVID and we won them 1-0, picked them and yeah, good, feel, good feeling to be fair. Talk like, through the winning goal, Craig, what happened? So basically, they are, uh, so again, set piece, for, uh, we're good at set pieces. Brogan, they're, uh, new signing. Yeah, nice ball in and Connor Cuts from uh, another new signing from Maltby Main, header, uh, bullet past keeper then and, and then it was 10 minutes uh i won't say holding on really it was just relatively comfortable yeah seeing game out and uh a lot of the people what was good about it it's had a really good feel from uh the hilltop fans the budapest fans great color we all and were the representatives from each yeah, club then fans yeah. there were they? We, we had the obviously least from travel obviously they come from Bud, uh, from hungary but mm. uh uh, uh, we didn't have a lot of fans there. We had a few, but it, it was great. And the colour, it was... Uh, and they've got a big following, uh, the casuals from all over. There was even a Yorkshire casual flag. Oh, was it? Bloody turncoats. Yeah, all over. Uh, really good. People were good. And they were gutted. They actually thought the trophy came up, back up north, but it was definitely well-deserved. And hopefully, mm -hmm. it, with tradition... We, be hosting will, it. we will we will host it. So So what were the post match celebrations like, Grego? Oh very good. So we obviously always make sure we have a drink uh, uh, And what in, were you drinking in, out of? In, in the uh, 
Wait on, wait on. Oh, we always have a drink in, in their clubhouse. A uh, really good clubhouse as well. Great history as well about her. Uh, Do you get nuts? You get nuts in the clubhouse. What f- food? Food with class, man. By the way, what we got? We got Ooh. like uh, looked at me in like, quite an aggressive way that I questioned like it. Like a beef potato curry. Oh, delightful! Beautiful rice. Spot on. I didn't get that at Stocksbridge. <laughs> oh, chubbing Dunstan. Oof. I'm not looking forward to that. Just, weren't that just a dirty bowl of cauliflower or something like that? Just pasta with... Uh, oh, dry pasta. Dry wasn't pasta it? with uh, broccoli. Oh, the tight northeastern pasta. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and then we are, uh, obviously went back on the are, uh, coach. We had a long journey back. Mm-hmm. Got a few beers on the way back. Uh, yeah, and... Uh, First time I've ever done it, drunk out a big trophy. So yeah. Yes, the glasses were slightly askew, weren't they, Craig? And what what drinks went into the trophy to comprise a rather um, repugnant cocktail? It was, more, it was very uh, a cocktail of all sorts. I'll just put put it that way. Mm, that makes it sound like jism. <laughs> what was in it? Yeah, but it, yeah, just lager. lager oh right, okay. Their Copperberg uh, strawberry we got thrown in there, but yeah, it was good. And, you can't beat that winning feeling. It's great with lads, and and that kicked us on into the game last night against Matlock. Another tough team got a draw. Looking forward to FA Cup game. I seem like talking into uh, very lovely setting, Craig. Yeah, so Matlock, good so good. Features in Mike Bailey's British Football's Greatest so, Grounds. Like, so good. It's got a great feel to it, uh, Matlock. So yeah. very quickly, Craig, before we finish. Predictions for Sheffield FC this season as we are on the cusp of the new one beginning? Um, personally, I think we, it's going to be a lot different for the last two years. Okay. Uh, so pushing on a bit then, eh? Pushing on. I think we're going to surprise a, a few mm-hmm. people. We've been praised how we've recruited well, and, uh, and I think it's very important the group is so together, mm-hmm. and when that normally happens, you know, they do well. So It'll be great if we get a good cup run, and it'll be great if we're up at the other end of the table, not fighting relegation. Top, top half minimum. Well, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah good. Yeah. Oh, very good. Well, best to look to lads. So that is bloody it, isn't it, Craig, for this week's episode? And, um, and seasons upon us. Obviously, Wednesday's already started, but because it's a bit beyond upon. Yeah, they're in it. They've started. Stockdale's dreaming of further still additional on, housing we're purchases. We're still on, on for unbeaten. What? All season. Not oh, for fuck. Oh, I'm good. You were talking about how early you're no, on. You, no, you were fair, no, you were being some, rational. No, Wednesday fans said we were going to go unbeaten all season, so that's why we're like, yeah, we, we didn't lose, did we? Oh, brilliant. One game in. <laughs> the, the Invincibles. Okay. Now, one thing we have started up is a fantasy football league. League. Yeah. Okay, so to join the It's Our Year podcast fantasy league, uh, just put in the code HGAGR5. I'll repeat it again HGAGR5. And we've already had uh, about 20 odd people sign up, haven't we, Craig? And, and, I think what, and I think what will be good as well is like when we do another podcast this season, we'll, few updates. we'll do a few updates because there's some people in there I don't know who they are. And we'll, and we'll call, That's good though, isn't it? And we'll call them out. Mm. We'll call them out. And maybe, I don't know, whoever wins it, we might get them to come on. Well, well, that, or I could get back on Funky Pigeon and sort out a couple of key rings. 
Yeah. Reckon to that, Craig. You've yeah. got one, haven't you? I have got a one. A fine bit of merch. In fact, you've got a fridge magnet. Well, so we need to thank them for joining. So we need to be actually giving them shout outs. We'll also talk about people who are doing crap. And it is. <laughs> well, I don't want to be called out every bastard week. <laughs> yeah. And anyway, uh, you're saying this. Do you know how to do your subject? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't worry, I know I've got three forwards now. I've worked it out, thank you, even though I've been doing it for four or five years. There's a reason I'm that shit at it. Um, but I like how you jumped on there where you were like, we, we're sort of like, these people who sign up, they need some recognition. I'll do the shout out. I'll bit one pain for kinky rings. Not a chance you're putting a bastard hand in your pocket for the old fun. People take this seriously. There's a lot of people on the, who listen to this podcast. John Davis. Well, it's not a lot of people, but carry on. Yeah, who would take it seriously. I he's not joined up yet. He is. I spoke to him the other day. He te- he's like me. He leaves it right to end. Oh. Any transfers? Well, you've joined. Me? I know I have, but you were telling me to create a league. <laughs> oh, sorry, lad. I did, and then he didn't text back. I was a bit worried. A bit worried about you turning up tonight, to be honest. But well done, you have done. Lovely stuff. So, yes, if you haven't done so already, um, please get signed up before this weekend because that's when it starts on Saturday. So just repeat, H no, it starts G- on Friday. A G R fight starts on Friday. Yeah. Sorry, who's playing on Friday? Palace, Arsenal. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, bloody. Oh, and tomorrow as well. All the nothing comes out, doesn't it? What are they, Arsenal? From now on, he is no longer our captain. Wow. Is it oh, as it bad as good. Pogdimentary, whatever it's called? I ain't watched that bollocks. <laughs> but as we know, nothing will surpass. On the river where they used to build the boat. 